Welcome to the Swiping Diaries. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Swiping Diaries podcast. I am your host, Ashley Martins. We are back. We're still alive. We're still in quarantine. It's great. Anyway, I have my second couple on the show, Lexi and Forrest. Hey, what's up? Hey, Ashley. (laughs) So Lexi and Forrest are actually a little bit different than the other people that we've had come on the show. So believe it or not, they did not meet on a dating app. So yeah, how did you guys meet actually? So we actually met when I basically panic quit my first big girl job and moved to Ocean City, Maryland and started working at Secrets. For people who aren't familiar with Secrets, it's basically Disney World for drunk people. Mm -hmm. I love it. (laughs) And I worked partly in the bar restaurant and then partly in the distillery where Forrest worked. Yeah, it was pretty it was pretty lucky that we met, to be honest, if you think about it. Because I only worked there for like a year. That I mean, when would we have met? You lived in you know, we lived in Philly. Yeah. So <laughs> I was only there for a few months too, and I only worked in the distillery like uh once a week. So I think we only saw each other in person like four times. Probably. Max. Jeez. Right? <laughs> and like no wait, so nothing came of it then, right? You guys started dating after this, right? Yeah, we were actually both in relationships when we met. Yeah, true. He was dating somebody at the distillery also. The first and (laughs) only time I will date someone I work with. It was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. So one question that I was actually like really curious about was like, do you think that your relationship now would be any different if you guys would have met on a dating app? I think so. Mostly because of my opinion of dating apps is I feel like they're super I don't know they're unrealistic like I think people put like a facade on when they're Mm -hmm. on dating apps and they worry too much what the other person thinks of them before actually having a conversation whereas when we met working together there was no pressure because you're just getting to know each other as co-workers and I mean we had a unique situation where we were both in relationships so you're really not thinking about you know Mm -hmm. impressing each other whereas like dating apps I think you're kind of put on the spot to show whatever version of yourself you want other people to see for me it's an easy yes because of my internet persona especially on dating apps (laughs) at the time was internet persona so what was that douchebag that's what he meant I was going to wait to get into it, but my uh, my dating app persona was a little bit, not even who I was more so, it was just the way that I looked and the way that I, the pictures I selected to be on, on dating apps was just very like, I would imagine most people could draw a conclusion on For- who I was, Forrest- but that's not who I was. <laughs> Forrest was a thirst trapper on dating apps. Can I just like try to take a guess of like the types of pictures you'd post? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So I'm guessing you'd have at least one shirtless one in the mirror, like a mirror shirtless selfie. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> are you're not into like hunting or fishing, are you? No, no, I'm not. Surfing, which is weird. Yeah, surfing. Surfing. <laughs> so same guy, same thing. Yeah, I'd be surfing. Shirtless and surfing. Mm-hmm. And dog. Did you have one with your bros? My bros. Yeah, did you have one with like you know a big group of guys? I feel like that's another like kind of douchey thing. I would imagine that would be a yes, but since I live in such a small town. No, there's not that many people. I don't know that many people. No, I think you mostly stuck to yourself and you with dogs. Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Did you get people like reaching out to you just because of your dog? That is generally the only (laughs) people that would respond is for the dog. It wouldn't, it would be, that would be it. They'd be like, oh my God, your dog's so cute. 
because I would specifically post pictures of him as a puppy. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, my God. Then if they met them in person, they'd be like, wait a minute. I know your dog. Your dog is not a puppy anymore by any means. It was a puppy. (laughs) Like, yeah, that was an old picture. Was there a dating app that you guys preferred when you were still on it? Well, when I first started using dating apps, I was in college, and I think Tinder was basically the only thing that most people use, and Bumble started becoming popular. But in between my breakup and dating Forrest, I used Hinge for a hot second. And I thought that Hinge was the most sophisticated app. And it was the most fun to use as far as building your profile. I really didn't care about who I was going to meet on there. But the profile itself gave you like a magazine article kind of about you. Like these interesting questions and just the layout I thought was more, I'm kind of a brand hoe, so... Anything that has better branding and structure like that, I kind of am intrigued by. Like, did you have like your pictures edited a certain way? Actually, no. I um, I was a big fan of the video options because I felt like my personality came through more. Wait, I've never explored that option. That's a thing. Yes. So the videos, what I like about those is that like the one I posted, um, I have a video of me drinking this drink that's on fire. And the video's fairly short, but I have like 12 different facial reactions. So you pretty much see every single reaction I could give you. And the other one was me throwing an axe. I don't know, my butt looks good in the one video. So I, thought that's I, think, I think this is fun too, because we've only dated through COVID. So I'm like, you throwing axes? But I'm like, oh, everything's closed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Forrest, what about you? What was your preferred app of choice? I just went all in on Tinder. <laughs> my my mindset I was just like a cool guy. You know, like the less I could try, the cooler it was. You know, so like I'd have one caption and it would just be like something that made no sense. And <laughs> I, I did Bumble for a little bit, but I didn't like how much effort had to go into it. So I didn't like it. It felt too serious. I didn't want to commit too much. Well, you can't really on Bumble. Yeah. The girl has to make all the moves. Yeah. So now, if you were to have found Lexi on a dating app, what would your pickup line be? <laughs> Damn, I don't know. I was always the guy that would just go in like normal conversation. Oh, I, I wasn't okay. the, I wasn't the pickup line guy. You weren't the super gross pickup line no, guy? No, no. You haven't even tried one ever? I probably did a couple times, but I was probably drinking and I don't remember, honestly. <laughs> Forrest is so smooth. He's... <laughs> He's so full of shit. He definitely did. (laughs) (laughs) Do either of you guys have any story that like completely like deterred you from dating apps in general? Forrest definitely does. I do. I want to hear yours first though. So mine's not at all that interesting. The most interesting thing that happened to me, I rarely ever met up with nor had a second conversation with somebody I talked to on a dating app. But when I was in college... You know, like when you're in college, I know, Ashley, we talked about it. You made like you and I probably made some very questionable decisions and like gotten vehicles and talked to people we probably shouldn't have. And now we're like so happy to be alive. And um, (laughs) I met some guy on Tinder and he offered to pick me up at like midnight. (laughs) So here I am getting in a vehicle with somebody I don't know to go to their apartment. So he pulls up in the car. Nice car. Whatever. I get in. He's nice. 15 minute drive, maybe tops, whatever somewhere off campus we pull up park I get out of the car and I look over waiting for him to get out of the car turns out he did get out of the car he was just so sure I couldn't see him over the top of the car and let me tell you he definitely put like six foot something in his fucking ass (laughs) and so I'm like great and now we're basically not even at eye level 
And so we walk into his apartment. I'm like, all right, well, I'm not going to be shallow, you know, whatever. I don't know. So we walk into his apartment and it's over top of like this bike shop. So cool. No one has an apartment like this when they're in college. And we walk in and the entire living room is just instruments. I'm talking like full drum kit, bass, guitars, everything you could imagine takes up like their entire living room. And his roommates are there. They're super nice. They're like, hey, hi, how's it going? Whatever. And I'm like, oh, what instrument do you play? And out of like four roommates, he didn't play jack shit. (laughs) So he's literally like the groupie in his roommate's band. That's what it is. He was the most boring man I had ever talked to. And it was just so sad. I stayed there for, I want to say, one episode of Sherlock Holmes. Nothing happened. We literally sat there and watched. His room looked like a serial killer because he was in, <laughs> he was boring. He had nothing, like no interest. Um, and then I left. I made him drive me home. <laughs> so what, it was just like a mattress and then that was it? It was just your plain white bedding, nothing on the wall, mm. just a desk. Like, I mean, just like... <laughs> Uh, I would have literally been texting all my friends and would have been like, listen, if you don't hear from me tomorrow, this man was the one that took me. <laughs> why would why would he specifically put his height in there? If, you know, as soon as he stood up, you would know. I that. know. I guess he was just banking on like, oh, well, I'm already in the car. He just won't get out of the car. And like when I'm already at his house, I'm at the liberty. of. He should have been a serial car dater. Like never get out of the car. <laughs> drive through movies. Yeah. Well, especially now for COVID, like, honestly, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> I think you're right. Forrest's story is way more interesting than mine. Wait, really? Like, I actually had like a, a thing that happened. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yours was more than like getting out of the car with somebody short. <laughs> so my one and only story with dating apps that was actually like concrete, like it was actual thing. I had just gotten out of a very incredibly toxic relationship with somebody that had very recently become like Insta famous for fitness on Instagram. Well, I'm sorry you were involved with that. Oh, it was it was like unbelievably toxic and just like it was terrible. It was really bad towards the end. But, you know, we known each other since we were like really young and we kind of dated on and off for a while. And then we got out of a relationship and sort of it was those things where it was like, you know, she had gained all this traction and, you know, she was doing her own thing. And like she was having all these people message her. So it was just, you know, it was really it weighed on my ego, ego my male <laughs> ego, hence the overcompensating with, you know, weightlifting and everything. So we were, had gone out of a relationship, but it was one of those things that like, she felt like she could always contact me and be like, hey, come over. And I would. And sometimes I would. So, <laughs> you know, she was that one girl that was like, she killed my ego. So I felt like if I didn't have her validation, I was nothing. So I met a girl on Tinder and we were talking and she was like totally opposite. She was like kind of pop punk chick or whatever. And so we met up and it was easy and she seemed normal and everything. And she was like one of five. She was the youngest of five. So she was sort of like you know, attention deprived. And turns out she was like heavily, heavily medicated for a lot of things. Like she was, uh, I think she was bipolar depression. Um, she was manic, a lot, a lot of things. And like, so, so randomly, sometimes she would stop taking her medication and she would drink heavily. She was small. So she would like, you know, like three drinks, she would be done. So, you know, we met on Tinder, right? So there was the implication of like, this isn't serious. You know, we would, we would talk and we would hang out every now and then, but 
I think she kind of took it to a point where it was like she wanted something serious without letting me know. And so I would still like, you know, talk to my ex and I would just sort of like talk to these other girls because I just got out of a toxic four year relationship. So I was like, you know, trying to, I guess, you know, hoe it up. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, randomly she would just call me drunk and just start like in the middle of the, she would still be at the bar in the middle of the bar screaming at me. Like, calling me names, cussing me out, like, saying shit that made no sense. Like, saying, like, I fucking hope you die. I hope you kill yourself. And I was like, it was cr- it was honestly crazy. It was, like, really, really toxic. So what happened was we stopped talking, not by her choice. She, re- she didn't take anything emotional correctly. It felt like she just didn't know how to handle her emotions at all. She was definitely emotionally unstable. And so, you know, I don't, I don't talk to her after we end things on a bad note. I don't talk to her for, I think it was two months. It was a, it was a while. And so, you know, I'm a modern man and I like my beauty products, my male beauty products. And she worked at a boutique and this is before we had Ulta anywhere near where I live. So it was like the only place I could get like nice hair products. And so I go in there and she immediately like runs away. Granted, we're both like 24 at the time. We're like grown ass adults I felt like so she runs away and like whatever I'm just here to buy my bumble and bumble products I buy (laughs) I I see her she's like you know sneaking around the corner and she's like like looking to see if I'm gone and I just wave I'm like Paige come talk to me weirdo you know let's I don't understand why you're being weird and she screams and there's like uh, you know five women getting their hair done she's like I just want you to leave so I'm like okay I leave Jesus day i'm actually i forgot that i was actually i had started talking to another girl and we were hanging out pretty pretty regularly and she somehow got that girl's number texted her and said hey i just want to let you know Forrest came to see me today at work and i was like well first of all no i came to get products here's my receipt so i you know the girl i was talking to was already on my side she starts you know kind of calling her out and i message her too we both get blocked and we're like, oh, whoa, that's crazy. Yeah, she's crazy, whatever, whatever. And then I think like a week later, I get a knock on my door and I'm like, okay, what the hell? Who's knocking on my door? Police officer for a restraining order. And I'm like, what the hell? It, what? It was the craziest thing. So it wasn't necessarily a restraining order. It was more of a, it was lower than that. It was like a protection thing. It was like, don't come near me. Don't contact. I don't know how to say it, but basically I ended up having to go to court with my mom. So I wasn't alone and I got a lawyer and he said, essentially, if you accept it, nothing will happen. It won't go on your record. You just can't contact the person for a year. But if you fight it and you lose, then you will have it on your record that you were like stalking somebody. She claimed emotional abuse. Emotional abuse? Your hair was going to take abuse if you didn't get the product. (laughs) I don't know what it was. I really don't because, you know, we were blocked. We didn't contact each other for like months. She basically was saying on the, you know, written thing that like I was really, really in shape at the time. And she was basically saying like, he's emotionally abusing me and I'm scared he's going to hurt me because he's very in shape. And I was like, what? This makes no sense. What the hell? I accepted it. The only stipulation was you can't contact him. And I was like, well, it's something I'm already doing. So I I just accepted it. I didn't want to fight it and lose you know, and have it be on my record because it didn't, you know, I didn't want to contact the person. So, you know, that's, that's my story. <laughs> oh my God. I would never want to get back on a dating app after that. I'm so sorry that that happened. Are you okay from it? Yeah. The only thing that was a bummer was because 
so essentially since we went to court and not technically that we lost because we didn't find anything, but I accepted the charges, I just had to pay for court fees, which was annoying. So honestly, I really think it was one of her like manic highs and she didn't want to like not go to the hearing and her be in trouble. But I mean, essentially it was a massive waste of time and I haven't I haven't talked to her since, I don't know, 2017 maybe. Thank God. I know, so ever, ever since then, I've kind of been like, oh. <laughs> I'm going to have some distance from dating apps for a while. I cannot believe that. Yeah. Well, I'd like to say that if you fought it, I'd hope, I'd hope that they'd like take store like video surveillance and like literally see that this girl's being ridiculous and that you would have, you know, come off of it winning or come out of it winning. But bitches be crazy is all I have to say. (laughs) I know I would have won if I hadn't deleted all of our text messages, because our text message threads were ridiculous. I mean, it was like her sending me paragraphs of like, not really belittling me as a person, but just like saying these crazy, like imagine if you were like being broken up with every paragraph by someone that was like emotionally unstable. It was just craziness. Like, I hate you. You're the worst person I've ever met in my life. I didn't, I wish I didn't meet you. And I'm, I'm serious. She would then flip the script 20 minutes later and be like, Hey, I'm so sorry. Um, what are you doing? Let's hang out. I mean, I'm not kidding. She off the charts. Oh, I'm so sorry. I know exactly how you feel. I had an ex that would do the same thing. Like when I officially like broke it off, broke it off. He was also like unstable and like low key kind of a stalker. Anyway, we didn't meet on a dating app. This was like a high school boyfriend. Anyway, when we officially broke it off, well, I officially broke it off. Cause I was like, this is ridiculous. I made it a point to like not text him at all. You know, not like feed into the fire or anything. And I also blocked his number. But at the time, like with the old phones, like if I block someone on my phone, you could still see the number of times the person tried calling you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So like it wouldn't ring, but it would just be like, oh, this person like parenthesis this many amount. He tried calling me 154 times in that one day. And then the text messages were the exact same thing where it was like, I hate you. You're terrible. You're the worst girlfriend in the world. And then it's like, no, please. Like, I love you so much. Please come (laughs) back. You're my princess. I hate you. Why are you answering me? So like that like plays at your heartstrings a little. Cause it's like, well, what the hell's wrong with me? Like I didn't do anything wrong. Why is this person being crazy? Devil's advocate. I hope she's doing well. (laughs) 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 I hope she's. I hope she's found someone just as crazy as her to ride that wave. <laughs> they probably should be heavily medicated too if they're going to deal with that. Just saying. She was. I mean, I do feel bad for her in a little bit. I, I definitely, you know, I was, I was still super not over my ex at all, right? So, you know, if she did want something serious and if I did lead her on to believe that, maybe just because I was in a super vulnerable place, but then, you know, I, I would just like, be like, hey, sorry, I'm, I, I got plans. And then she would be trying to contact me and I would just like totally be not ghosting her, but I wouldn't be contacting her at all. Cause I'd be like maybe doing something with my ex or like trying to do something else. And not that I like definitely strung her along, but I felt like it was just the implication of like we did on a, did, met on a dating app and I don't want anything serious. I'm pretty sure I said that a lot, but I don't know. It was a while ago and it was just, it was a, it was a bad time for dating for me, so. I mean, definitely the way that it was handled was not correct at all, but I'm a, I'm a forgiving person. So I feel like I'm painting it in a better way, but honestly, it was, she, it was, she was a mess. <laughs> that would have fucked me up mentally so bad. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. See, and this is why you meet people out in the wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> after I, you know, I would tell people I'm talking to this person. They'd be like, who's that? Or they'd be like, oh, and I'm like, what, what do you mean? They're like, they would always be like, 
you know, I don't want to be that guy. And I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, yo, that girl's crazy. Like legitimately clinically insane. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. She's cool. She's cool. And then I was like, oh, well, they were right. <laughs> Fun fact, I had a, a boy tell my ex-boyfriend that I was crazy. <laughs> now look. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so is that a thing? Like, because I've heard before where like guys are into the crazy. I say all the time that everyone is crazy. You just have to pick your flavor. It's true. I agree. Into the crazy. I would say, <laughs> <laughs> I would say for about two years after I got out of high school, I was a little bit addicted to the drama because there was not much else going on because I lived in a small town. But I think that's super circumstantial and I don't think that at all. You're not speaking for all the male population? No. No, 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 no. <laughs> Only for the small town folk. Right. <laughs> I mean, I can see a lot of men thinking that, like, it adds spice to their life and they, they kind of like women acting like that over them. It makes, it gives them validation. But at, at a certain point, you realize it's not really you. It's just the way that that person is. And you, you guys want separate things. So I think it's, I think it's a toxic thing. I think it's inherently toxic. And I don't think you can recover from that. I don't think you can just like go from that to being like, okay, well, I'm going to change who I am. And I do love you. And let's, let's have a family. Yeah. <laughs> Full blown crazy. And then be like, that. just kidding. There's no <laughs> or then you have people that are like, but I can change this person and that's okay. Hey, everyone <laughs> goes through that thinking that they found somebody they could change and fix, but you know, you can't. <laughs> I think there's nothing wrong with softening edges on somebody <laughs> <laughs> and i'm saying that because lexi's definitely doing that to me and there are things i wanted to change about myself but i didn't have a reason i was like why not it's working for me and by change he means like doing the dishes the night of instead of the next morning yeah how is that softening the edges that's literally just doing your chore <laughs> <laughs> single guy alone i mean why do i need to do the dishes how did you live before? Did your dog just like eat all the ants that were just coming around? <laughs> <laughs> we had spiders. We got Ooh. spiders here. It's funny though, even though we have a negative look on dating apps, we kind of started dating because of an app, but not a dating app. Yeah, that's true. That is true. So because we met a year, you know, a year before we started dating, I had moved back to Philly after working in Ocean City and you know, lived my life, broke up with my boyfriend at the time. <clears throat> and I was uh, just getting into TikTok <laughs> and drank a, a bottle of wine with my cousin, like each of us a bottle of wine. And um, we did the savage dance. I learned it. I learned it. And I posted it on my Instagram story. And like a week or two before that, I started following Forrest on Instagram, mm -hmm. saw he didn't have a girlfriend anymore. And I was like, I was already planning to slide in his DMs. <laughs> Not that night, but I was already planning to. And once I posted my uh, Savage TikTok for slid in my DMs, and here we are. To it. Oh my god. So, okay, I guess it's like not a traditional dating app, but like if you didn't have Instagram, how else would have you communicated? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I'll say I think it I think it's mutual, but like there was a lot of sexual tension when we met when we <laughs> at Secret. I don't know if it's mutual. I'm hoping. Forrest always is like, it was so obvious I had a crush on you, and I was like, what? Well, I'm I'm really outgoing and I'm a Libra in my Flirty. job. My job <laughs> time at the distillery was they would do tours and I would be upstairs at the end of the tour while everybody drank at the bar 
and I would be basically telling them, reiterating why you should go downstairs and buy the product. So my job all day was talking to strangers. So like, I've always been good with communicating with people I don't know very well. And she kind of took that as, oh, he's like that with everybody. Yeah. But I'm not. <laughs> I would think the same thing too, to be fair. Now I know. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, because of TikTok and Instagram and Megan The Stallion, we are together now. Megan <laughs> <laughs> The Stallion. We yeah. love you. <laughs> God bless Megan The Stallion. Seriously. <laughs> so sort of, you know, dating up, DMs. I didn't really think about that until just now. We didn't use a dating app, but we used DMs. So You know what? That's fine. You still connected through an app. And I knew you guys were going to come on this podcast for a reason. I knew you were going to have a link. And I'm glad I found it. <laughs> yeah, I had randomly gotten into TikTok right before that, even though with my age group at the time, which I think was like over six months ago, it was super unpopular because it was just like teenagers charlie and you know addison ray doing dances so it was like yeah at the time it was like oh you're on tiktok you're lame boom covid hit and it was like the, the everybody was on tiktok so he wants to claim that he was a pioneer <laughs> 26 and strong on tiktok baby let's go <laughs> do you guys actually like do tiktoks because i know lexi you told me you guys watch them before bed do you guys actually do them or no i you know what's funny like i've made a bunch yes forrest has made a bunch i've made some of our dog but I don't mm -hmm. know if we ever, I have one of us together. And it was that one where it's like, this song is the last video in your camera roll or something. And it's that, um, God, I can't remember the song now, but it's like a super dramatic version of the song. The song audio ends and Forrest is like pooping. And <laughs> <laughs> that's like, perfect. And that's pretty much the only one I have of us as a couple. I forgot about that. <laughs> I'm like trying to be TikTok famous, but it's not working. The one that I do have with my boyfriend, though, the only one of us as a couple is I did bop it on his head when we were waiting in the rain. I actually did see that too. But yes, we do watch TikTok. Um, we watch a lot of other couples on TikTok, mm -hmm. but we never record ourselves doing anything somewhat interesting or funny. <laughs> we're just too engrossed with our perfect relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Too in love to record. I mean, honestly, though, like, don't get me wrong. Some of the couples on there and like, same thing with Instagram. Super cute. You know, they go to very picturesque places. However, like, is it just me or I feel like some of these couples are overcompensating when they're constantly posting about each other? Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Big time. We're not even in a relationship on Facebook. <laughs> I would. Oh, we're not. No. <laughs> we should probably change that. I know. Okay. But that just goes to show you we're not really like that but there definitely are people and it's funny because Forrest is not completely wrong I definitely had a crush on him when we worked together but I never thought anything of it because I just nice. thought he was super flirty and did not even think he looked at me as you know with a second glance but it's funny because like I would low-key be hating on him and his girlfriend at the time just because I was you know <laughs> internally jealous and she posted pictures of them all the time all the time and it's funny now, like, to hear about, like, his version of that relationship. So I feel like a lot of people, when they post a lot of photos together and are constantly posting about each other, it's definitely, like, a cover-up. Yeah, the girl I was dating at the time definitely cared a lot about validation from, like, all of her peers. And so, like, you know, she really wanted to post pictures all the time. And I would, I, I gave up being, like, caring because I was like, look, whatever. You know, it's not even worth fighting about, but definitely overcompensating because I don't even think, I mean, I thought our relationship was just like super subpar, like whatever. That's really interesting to hear it from like an insider's perspective because I've never been in like 
one of those relationships where like, well, first of all, I don't post much. And then my previous relationships, like besides like the one picture with my current boyfriend that he posted of us. Yeah, I was like never posted about ever. So I'm like, either these guys are having like a piss poor time in this relationship or they're just having so much fun that they can't, they can't like stand even the thought of even like focusing on something else that's not me. I think if you have the time to post, you're not spending that time together. Like if you're posting all the time, when are you even doing anything together? Mm -hmm. Like do you take the picture together and then immediately turn away from them and go on your phone to post it places and edit it? Well, for me, like we just, me and Lexi just went on a trip. We went down to Nashville and Chattanooga and we took a thousand pictures and I only ever put stuff on my, um, my story on Instagram and I got some pushback on that. She was like, well, you never post me. And I was like, <laughs> I haven't posted since like June. And then of course the one post he puts on there, doesn't get that many likes. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, I yeah I think if you're posting, too but people much. on your Instagram love us. Sure. Yeah, you guys are so cute. To be fair, my boyfriend and I've been dating for a year. Well, now over a year at this point, and he only has one picture of me. So you know, once again, he's either having a piss poor time or having the time of his life. <laughs> so if I post one more picture, that means I'm beating him. Yep. That'll be two, two pictures. <laughs> oh I think my god. It's a boy thing though, I definitely think it's a boy thing. I don't, I don't think they really think that much of it. We don't like to admit that we have feelings other than eating, fighting. And sex. Yep. <laughs> romance is lame. <laughs> All this shit. I love romance. There's this couple that we kind of hate on because who? Who? I'm not going to say their names, but the couple has a dog and every time she posts, he oh, comments yeah, on her yeah. post. Okay. <laughs> this couple, they live together. They have a whole ass life together. They've been together for years. Right. I know him from a long time ago. And every time that she posts, she's like, a wannabe Instagram influencer where like doesn't really have that many followers or anything but like she posts like an influencer like she's always pushing products and sponsoring stuff that nobody's sponsoring her for I love how it's like hashtag ad I'm like literally no one asked you to anyway I'm sorry <laughs> I'm like fine do your thing I guess whatever but there's always like the number one comment is her boyfriend saying like go on girl or like what's he <laughs> he always posts like their most random shit so the one day like Whenever I see a picture and I see a comment, I, I tell Forrest. And the one day I was like, do you think it's her on his profile? It's definitely her. 100%. Yeah, because then think about it. How can he be the first one unless he's literally sitting right next to her? I'm sure she probably like posts it, quick changes, and then like goes, likes it. Just so she at least has one like and one comment. Because he never posts anything. It's really the sentences because it's like, it'll be her in front of her like, you know, Louboutins or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like. Oh, go ahead, girl. Go off. And, you know, it's just Go like, off. So fabulous. And it's like, <laughs> what? I don't know this guy, but I doubt that's in his, like, repertoire of, like... It's definitely not. I want to... I'm trying to pull up a picture so that I can get not a in comment. It's not in his vocabulary, that's for sure. See, my thing is, like, if you're going to be doing that, fine. Here's where I have an issue. Like, if you're going to pose for him, at least make it sound like him. <laughs> no, yeah, she doesn't do a very good job with that. I'm excited to see a picture. He said... Ugh, goals. How do you do it, girl boss? <laughs> Come on. I'm just saying. That, like, on her post, which, like, fine. Again, live your life. But there's no way that's him. <laughs> girl boss? No. That doesn't sit well with me. Cute as always. That one's, okay, that one's believable. Mm -hmm. Now, I know this person. He does not talk, ugh, goals. <laughs> <laughs> 
Also, goals for what? Like, he's already dating her. He met the goal. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, I don't know if she puts them in, like, a random generator or something and just pops them out from his account. But also, too, I wonder how that conversation even went down. Like, listen, I need your Instagram accounts or, like, this isn't going to work. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's uh, quite interesting. People are crazy. Also, too, like, if you have enough time to be doing that, like, I want whatever job she has. If she has enough time to sit there, post pictures, switch to her boyfriend's account, and then, like, like and comment. <laughs> I mean, I think by this point she has it down pat because it's, like in the last year or so that I've noticed. <laughs> well, thank God you guys are not like that at all. Yeah, we are not like that. I got pushed back by the one picture I've made him push. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you? Yeah, I told you, didn't I? That I bought a house? Yeah, that you're moving. Yeah. <laughs> I figured that would be crazy if you didn't tell me. Are you guys excited for that next step? Oh my God, I can't wait. We talk about it every day. I'm very excited because I've lived in the same small town for 12 years. So I'm really excited to go to Philly. I think it's going to be great. So look, that just goes to show you he only posted one photo of us and we're moving into a house together. So pictures mean nothing. Posting means nothing. I agree. Or he's just having a piss poor time, like I mentioned before, and he's just not telling you. And that's okay. <laughs> well, I feel like you're just telling yourself that so you don't get mad at your <laughs> That's literally what I, yeah, yeah. Post us. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this TikTok the other day and it was like this girl who looks like she's like in late middle school, early high school, like has not seen much of the world yet at all. Not that we have, but like this girl for sure, like has not seen anything. She's like, what we secretly want boys to do for us. I'm like, excuse me? Like, how do you know? You're not that old. Anyway, it was just like, buy us flowers, buy us food. And then another one was post about us. And I'm like, what kind of wish list is this? That kind of stuff is really fascinating to me to see like the younger generation be so outgoing on social media, like in that point where you like put yourself out there like that. Cause my generation, I was, I graduated in 2012 and I guarantee my generation would not have done that. Well, it's funny because the generation before you and us, like our parents and our grandparents, mm. the whole idea of dating apps is like, why would you do that? My dad calls it swiping. When'd you get, when'd you get Who's Facebook? Who's swiping? When'd you get Facebook then? When I graduated eighth grade. I was going into college when I got my Facebook. Girl. Because I got, I got Facebook when it first came out and I'm pretty sure that was eighth grade. Okay. We're not the same age. That's what I mean. It, I got it when we came, maybe it didn't, maybe it hadn't come out. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> but yeah, I got it when it just came out. And at the time it was like a platform where it was like, I don't know. We were still more in MySpace. I miss MySpace. R.I.P. What a throwback. The original dating app. <laughs> <laughs> if you were in somebody's, what, eight favorites or whatever? Top eight. Gosh, I miss that. I don't even know what that means. I've never had a MySpace account. I also You've never, never had, had a MySpace. MySpace? Nope. So MySpace. <laughs> Essentially, we learned about very beginner level computer design because you'd have to like do coding. You'd have to do your coding right? Do a layout on your page and you could actually code a little bit further and you could have a song play while someone visited your profile and then they would see like your top eight friends. And it was like kind of like Facebook-esque where like people would see what you posted, but I don't know. It was a simpler time. Definitely simpler time. Simpler time, but you have to actually like design everything. Interesting. Plus, if you think about it, before social media, people didn't really have a platform where they could like get together with other people that shared the same thoughts. People also weren't in that same realm of thought where they would be like, all right, well, I can say something and kind of nothing bad will happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you think about it's it. It's true. 
you know, you can make a fake profile on YouTube and just like hate talk everybody or whatever. At that time, it was like super unheard of because people still didn't know how to interact in the cyberspace, honestly. Which again, to bring back to your podcast, dating apps. Yeah, I mean, the, <laughs> the, the evolution of just communication on online is like massive in the last 10 years. It's crazy. I also think though, as far as like a general observation about apps and stuff is that if people connect virtually... I think it's weird when they meet in real life. I've had that happen a lot. Like I've had that happen too. And like a friend way too. Like you build this whole relationship or friendship or whatever Mm -hmm. up. And then you're in person. You're like, oh, hey. Like you don't know what to say. Like you don't know how to be around each other. It happened to me a lot because my generation, like I said, Facebook came out. I was in eighth grade. So I had Facebook and social media all through high school. The first generation to do that as teenagers and then gaming came out and gaming was the same thing so like i would have friends online as gamers and then we would meet in person and be like i don't know how to interact with you without being able to shoot you you know so <laughs> you, sh- you know what you should have done at that point you should just went like paintballing or something easy fix True. wow what a solution <laughs> True. go shoot each other actually in real life we did do that one time and we're still friends <laughs> boys are so easy they're so easy. I'm so jealous. So the Bachelorette's coming on soon. <laughs> I just checked the time for you. I was like, okay, <laughs> wants to wrap it up. I don't know if you guys have any like last things you want to say. We should break up. <laughs> get on dating get apps. Get on dating apps and then you should have a bad experience. And then we'll come back on. You want me to go through all that? I'll be posting. I'll be like, you go, boss bitch. <laughs> go, boss. <laughs> I go. <laughs> <laughs> like... Yo, isn't that your ex? Why the why is your ex still comment on your posts? I'll be like, yeah. And there's the end of your episode. <laughs> <laughs> Lexi and Forrest, thank you for this. I don't even know what to call it. It's not even a roller coaster. It was just like a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> it Thanks, was fun. Ashley. Thank you. Of course. So if any of you guys have stories you want to share, shoot me an email at the swiping diaries at gmail.com. Follow the show on Instagram. I'll will promise to try to post more. It's at Swiping Diaries. Also, too, I've never asked for this before, but if you can go on and subscribe or, you know, rate me five stars, only five, and, like, leave a good comment, that's really nice. That would be great, and it would be much appreciated. Cool. See you guys next time. Bye.